says I have trouble with intimacy, but people often die when they get close to me. I'm kicking and punching. Welcome back, folks, to another installment of the DC Freakly Batman and Robin Eternal podcast. We are a spoiler podcast, so if you have not read Batman and Robin Eternal number 10, please pause this, read the comic, and then come back. This week's issue was scripted by uh, Jackson Lansing and Colin Kelly, with illustrations by Roge Antonio and Geraldo Borges. Um, All right. By the way, I'm Brian. I'm here with Zach and Vince, as always. So the issue begins with Tim and Jason and Bane going up against Azrael. Bane tries to be all Bane and take him down. And they trade barbs back and forth. But eventually Bane is, I guess, touched on the head by Azrael and kind of comes out of it a little bit like uh, a man who has... Who has seen the way. He says, I see it now. I was so wrong. Then Dick and... Sorry, Dick. Tim and Jason try to escape through this um, former church place that Azrael is is living. And they hack into... Oh, first of all, uh, Tim Drake says, nerd skills for life. And skills is spelled with a Z. <laughs> so, just wanted to point that out. Um... They get up to essentially this, uh, like a throne room type place where they hack into the system and they find out a bunch of stuff about this, uh, the Order of Saint, help me out, Zach. Dumas. Hey, Dumas, thank you. Um, couldn't think of it. And they eventually find out, they find the file for Azrael. they find out his name is Jean-Paul Valley. they find out that he is one of Mother's children. Uh, at this point, we go to a flashback to Prague to when Dick and Bruce were there, when Bruce first encounters his mother. Uh, Bruce kind of bullies Dick for a little bit, tells him to take his mask off, and Dick reacts really poorly and says, you know, uh, he specifically says, Where is it? I'm not your employee, I'm not your son, I'm your partner, and if you're not willing to admit that, maybe we're done. Essentially, Bruce tells him that Robin is supposed to be a support, a member of the supporting cast, not the star of the mission. Uh, then Batman goes to Mother and essentially says he's willing to listen about being made a perfect Robin. Then we flash back to Azrael fighting with Tim and Jason, and uh, the fight is is going reasonably well. They uh, pull his mask slash hood off to show that beautiful blonde mohawk that we've all missed so much. And then he grabs Red Robin in the face and essentially shows him all sorts of freaky imagery. We see some uh, celestial bullshit. We see his skin peel away from the muscles on his face and his brain kind of pop out of his head. We see a bunch of Illuminati symbols. Um, and it says, um, know the unknowable, I gaze and no awe. And then Jason flat out just with his bare hand grabs uh, the flaming sword of Azrael and punches him in the face. And then he takes Tim and they jump out the window after spraying themselves with some shark repellent bat spray. That's not a joke. They actually do that. Um, And Tim seems to be uh, a little bit brain scrambled 
during this portion. Uh, Valley sees the screen with his information, and he makes a mean face, but we don't know if that's mean because he didn't know he was uh, one of Mother's children, or if it's mean because he's mad that those guys, you know, got the jump on him. Then we see uh, Dick Grayson and Harper Rowe. They're uh, undercover, and they're fighting around, trying to uh, uncover more about Mother. And then on the last page... We get them there on Mudge Island in British Columbia, and they wind up at the house of someone called the Sculptor. They followed the money to this person, the Sculptor, and uh, she knows who Harper Rowe is, and, quote, she knows everything about her, her sweet runaway girl. Did I cover just about everything? Yeah. Yep. I think you got it. All right, guys, what did you think of the issue? I liked, I liked it. Outside of the flashback, I I don't know. Bruce was just like <sighs> ultra dick. Yeah, like I just I don't know. I feel like the past few issues have been kind of like leading to this moment where they're gonna kind of need Bruce to act really out of character to move the story along and you know maybe eventually we'll find out that it's all you know a trick or we're missing something or something they'll explain it away but I feel like this is that part of the story where you kind of have to stretch it a little bit to make it work at least in the direction that it's been going yeah, that's pretty much the exact same reaction I had. Um, I just thought, like, oh, okay, they are really going to go here with, with Bruce. You know, we've been talking about how um, him buddying up to Mother was going to have some altruistic motive. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe in Batman's dickish mind, it does. Like, creating a perfect Robin will somehow make for a better Gotham or something, you know. But, but it does feel at this point, unless there's a, a twist coming that he's going down that road and it's, it's not going to be some like surprise. He wasn't really doing something bad this entire time. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, it, it is, it, it's, it's one of those moments where you feel like they're, they're going to take things a step too far. Like Zach said, kind of outside of characterization. Yeah, I agree with all of that. Um, I feel like the flashbacks... You know, one of the things I I reference whenever there's any sort of media with flashbacks is Lost, right? And Mm -hmm. sometimes the flashbacks on Lost were incredibly telling about the character, and sometimes they were just stories that they felt needed to fill time. This is neither of those. This is a flashback that seems to be condensing a story that should have taken... 15 or 18 issues to tell how Bruce got so frustrated with Dick and puts it all into one very convenient moment. And it just seems like lazy storytelling to me. Mm -hmm. And I know they don't have a lifetime to get the story done. They only have 24, 26 issues, whatever it's going to be. But still, it seems to me like it's... um, like you guys both said, it, it, it Bruce is acting so out of character to push the story along that 
it's really disappointing. Yeah, which is which is weird because I kind of pondered this for a little bit, and I can think of a dozen times where Bruce's hubris has gotten him or his family in trouble. You know, mm-hmm. like like this is this is nothing new for him, except that this is such an extreme feeling case. Like he's literally putting somebody. I mean. Something I've been thinking about is is identity crisis, okay? okay? Which I I know is maligned by everybody, you know. But remember what a huge deal it was for all of those heroes to brainwipe somebody, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like uh, I mean, granted, this this might be jumping the gun because we haven't actually seen it happen. We haven't seen Batman actually go through with it, you know, but it's approaching that territory and what was made out to be such a huge deal in that event book is kind of like being treated very cavalierly here. Well, do we think the dickhead is mind wiped? Well, we, we, something similar to that or, or that somebody was going to get their mind wiped. I, I know we've talked about this these last few weeks because isn't it essentially implied that like mothers creating, creating people out of blank slates kind of. Right. Right. Okay. But so it's, it's somebody having their mind wiped off screen. Somebody we don't know having their mind wiped off screen. Yeah. I mean, it's approaching similar territory. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know what my overall thought was reading the, the flashback? It's like there's a moment in Batman's history that makes perfect sense for him to have gone to Mother. And that's after Jason Todd dies. Because he can say, one Robin left me and one Robin died. I need something better. That's the moment it makes so much sense in story for him to have done that. And let me just say that if that's where this ends up going, like if that's a twist somehow, uh that would be fantastic. But I'm afraid that with such a heavy focus on Dick, exactly, that's not where we're gonna go. Right. Yeah. But doesn't that make much more sense? Oh, absolutely. You know, I don't know. Um, what did you guys think of the uh, the artwork? The uh, same artist as last week. We, we seem to be getting these two okay. these two parters, right? Where it's um, the same writer and artist doing a couple issues together. So I wasn't totally sure. I didn't go back and compare issue to issue, but this issue also had the second artist on it as well, right? Right, yeah. I wasn't sure who was drawing which part. I think he I think the I would presume that the first credited writer was doing everything that wasn't the flashback. Okay. That's kind of what I thought. Um and I really liked his art here. I thought it was Um, it was really clean. It just, I don't know. There's something about it. I really liked. It's very, to me, it's very, um, late two thousands, mid to late two thousands bat family books. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that, that's like a sweet spot for me in, in DC history. So mm-hmm. I really appreciated that. Um, 
aside from the costumes, which are pretty much all inferior to right <laughs> to those old ones. But but yeah, the art itself evoked that for me, and I, I really liked it. And particularly the page where um, Bane is getting his head touched, you uh-huh. know, and and there's like the demonic version of um, Azrael standing behind him. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that that's who that's supposed to be. And then um, the the big page where Tim uh, gets extremely woke, <laughs> is how I put it. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, with all the Illuminati symbols and everything. Yeah. Um, I really liked those two particular pages. That page, to me, had a little bit of um, uh, Neil Adams to it, in a good oh, way. Yeah. I can see that, like, sure. In a good way, you know. Um, Neil Adams at his trippiest. Yeah, I yes, think, I can see it. Yeah, definitely. I thought the art was good. You know, I, I think that, again, for these weekly books, all you're really looking for is clean, clear, concise storytelling. Mm-hmm. And they've certainly delivered that very, very much so, if not already exceeded expectations considerably. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else to add before we get to our one thing? I felt like this was a pretty dense issue. I felt yeah. like a lot happened. There were multiple times when I would get to a point and think, oh, the issue must be about to end. And then it would go on for a few more pages. And I'd think, oh, man, we've covered a lot. And then by the time you get to the the Dick and Harper part at the end, I'm going, like, man, this... Is this is this a twenty page comic? This feels like it's been going for a while, and not in a bad way. Like, yeah. it it moved things, or I don't know. I just felt like a lot happened. I agree. Uh, do we know anything about the sculptor? Did I... we see her the first time we saw Mother? There, we? I thought the first time we saw Mother, there were two other people with her, and I want to say the sculptor was one of them. Interesting. But... I don't remember that. It was, um, I don't remember what issue it was. It was pretty early on. Yeah, we, I'm looking now. Um, it was prior to, like, the Prague flashbacks. I remember we saw Mother earlier than we thought we would see her. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it was in the first couple issues. No, I think, I want to say it was, like, five or six, maybe. Right, I'll take a look. As okay. I'm doing that, anything else you guys want to add? Um, not really other than to say, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if this was the point of your, if your question had a larger point, Brian, but I believe that the sculptor is a new character for this series, right? Yeah, that, that was part of my question. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm fairly certain there hasn't been a quote unquote sculptor in DC comics. Uh, you're right. Uh, there's a picture here of, um, it's it's when that dirt bag is telling Bruce about his mail order bride, mm-hmm. and they're showing a flashback of his mother, the sculptor, and the orphan all standing together. Okay, but yeah, no, I do think this is a new character for the series. Good for DC for trusting an, an event this big to new characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right, boys, what are your one things? Okay, so my one thing <laughs> is 
the bonkers design of some of these characters, like the like monks or priests or whatever that <laughs> jump <laughs> jump out wearing these like RoboCop masks or something. Father Cyclops. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Like, what is that about? <laughs> and, then, and they have those, like, cyber onks that yeah. they're... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, and then John Paul Valley's uh, Not Top, which, you know, like, the watch, you know, the Not Tops from Watchmen. Yeah. That are, that are always running around in the background. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and then also, w- one thing that I... I don't know why I never noticed this until now. Maybe it's because it was never really drawn this overtly. But for for a second, I thought that Harper or Bluebird was wearing the old Nightwing costume. The old blue Nightwing costume. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's got the bat symbol on her chest. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like, oh my god, that's Nightwing. <laughs> that's... Nightwing, as I knew him, you know, yeah, before I, he before the New Fifty Two when he wore red, but uh, I I don't know why I, that just occurred to me now, um, which makes me wish that now we got a a Dick as Batman and Harper Rowe as Nightwing book. Yes, <laughs> agreed. Or, or Robin, either way. Yeah, uh, Zach, what's your one thing? There are a lot of people catching flaming swords in their hands <laughs> Bane does it and Jason does it and with seemingly no consequences people, people aren't losing fingers or just whole limbs in this issue or getting and also, burned. also in the, the page where Jason is grabbing the sword it's like towards the end after after Tim has been woke as uh Vince puts it. Jean Paul Valley's face is just huh? <laughs> it's it's adorable almost, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. You mean the one where Jason's grabbing the sword? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh he's got my sword. <laughs> Oh, but no, if I'm going to, if I'm going to pick something serious that, that did, I did notice that, but, um, I'm like really, I mean, eternal, the original eternal didn't back down on the supernatural stuff. Um, and I'm wondering how much of that we're going to get. I wonder, like, this is some pretty trippy stuff and I wonder how much of it comes down is going to be like scienced away. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's an excellent question. All right, so I have one real one-on-one fake one. <laughs> so my fake one is go to the last page of the issue, the penultimate panel, when it's like a tight shot on Harper and Dick's faces. Mm-hmm. Doesn't Dick look like Jackie Chan there? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's very weird, I know, but I've never seen Dick Grayson drawn like Jackie Chan before. <laughs> Okay, so here's my next question. So, in the Prague flashback, when we see Bruce, he's clearly been been cut. You see him get stabbed last issue by, or like sliced by Mother's knife, right? Mm-hmm. Why is he wearing his Batman cape and a button-down shirt and tie? 
<laughs> okay, wasn't he like going to? Oh, he was like dressed up when he met Mother. I don't know why he has a cape on. Yeah, but like, why is he wearing a cape? That seems like I don't something Doctor Hurt would do. Yes, yeah. he looks like Doctor Hurt. Yeah, that's actually an excellent. I, I didn't. I couldn't peg that but that's exactly yeah like that and visual actually now that i'm looking back on it he is just wearing a cape around Prague last issue <laughs> but on top of his uh you know Gosh, his suit. what if this what if what if five years ago in Prague, dr hurt impersonated bruce <laughs> if we just solve this uh <laughs> we already got asriel if, yeah. if, we, if we get this too right now james tynan is like damn it yeah, exactly <laughs> He's going to put a hit out on us. We yeah. haven't seen Dr. Hurt in the New 52. What was he doing back then? Uh, I'm assuming rest in peace still happened. People like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so those are those, those are just my, my weird costume observations or uh, artistic observations. Um, but anyway, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Welcome back, Vince, by the way. We missed you last week. Yeah, thanks. I almost died. I hope that's not true. No, that's not true. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I, were you going for a, a Brick Tamlin-esque <laughs> delivery there? Yeah, right. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, well, thanks for listening, folks. Um, we mentioned this before, but our Star Wars podcast is going strong. Force goes coast to coast. So check that out on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And um, we'll see you next week. I don't think Grayson at the moment.